Welcome to episode 7 of Sullying the Lad. In this episode, we have a very special guest, Mr. Francis Williams from Totally Transformed, one of the original online personal trainers and definitely a comeback king. Listener discretion is advised as some people may find some of the content distressing. We really hope you find it helpful. Thanks for listening. So welcome to episode seven of Sullying the Lad, and I'm very excited we've got a very special guest on today, Mr. Francis Williams. How are you, Francis? I'm all right, man. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, I know you. Um, You've just met our wonderful Chris O'Sullivan there. He's looking very serious this morning for some reason. Um, Would you like to tell us a quick bit about yourself, where you're from, and what you do? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Francis, um, originally from Banbury in Oxfordshire. Uh, been a personal trainer for the last 10 years here in Brighton, actually, in Brighton. Um, yeah, and it's been quite a journey. It was, uh, you know, it's, um, yeah, very exciting in like the first four, four or five years. And then sort of went into nutrition, got qualified nutritionist, and then some more coaching. And yeah, and just sort of stayed on the journey, really, and just tried to continue learning. And um, yeah, try to deliver it, you know, it's, it hasn't been a straightforward road, lots of ups and downs, but, um, you know, the, the journey is still is still there and you've got to keep on learning. So, you know, great to be invited here. Nice one, man. Well, thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. So I met Francis, God, Francis, how long was this? It must be about nearly 10 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, about then, mate, about 2013, 14, was it? Might be, yeah. It was a long time ago, so back in Brighton. So you were doing, it was uh, Body Fit Brighton, wasn't it, your business at the time? And yeah. you were doing, I met you through Facebook, you were doing free, believe this or not people, free 12-week transformation program, which included everything, the workout, the nutrition and coaching week to week, which was awesome. Um, can you tell us a bit about that and why you decided to start doing that? Um. I think what it was with uh, with Facebook uh, at that time, I just got qualified as a personal trainer and I'd done um, the fitness instructing then went on to a boxer sized company and then sort of built the business from there. And I paid for some training from this guy. Um, and it was just about how to do Facebook adverts. And uh, and the the advert was for a free transformation session. So it was just one session for 12 weeks. <laughs> I can't remember doing the free 12 week program with you. I don't know, but anyway. Um, and yeah, and at that time, you know, the, hardly nobody knew about Facebook marketing really. So it was, it was, it was all new, you know. And it was, um, it was great. It's great for me because there's, uh, there's no competition. I could just run adverts and just fill up, fill up the business, then turn them off. And when it when it went quiet, I just run the adverts again. I mean, set up in the beginning. Let's do like um, everyone does it now. You know, everybody yeah. knows about it in the next neighbour. But um, just run a free advert on. Facebook, you take them to a landing page where you've done a pre-recorded video. Um, this is all outdated stuff now, but you've done a pre-recorded video. Welcome to Bodyfit Brighton. And if you, if you want to achieve this, that, or this, that, and the other. And at that time, you could pretty much say anything you wanted in the adverts. 
They say, do you want to lose weight and like, get a bikini body or build muscles? You take your shirt off and with confidence on the beach and all this stuff. So it was, it was really easy marketing, to be honest. Um, so yeah, and then you take them there. Thank you, page, and they click on another button. It goes to a form, and you can ask them, hey, what have you achieved? What have you done before? What are your goals? What's worked? What's not worked? What did you have to eat yesterday for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And then that would then link through to your email, and then you get it through as a message on your phone. From then, they get redirected to a thank you page, and another pre-recorded video, and thank you for your contact. We'll be in touch soon. But then by then, you've got the form with um, Formstack or Wufu, um, like five pound a month or ten pound a month, something like that. And then you run the ads, then you just get the applications into your phone, and then you'd be able to call the people. Say, great, okay, have a chat to them, build a bit of rapport with them, and go over their goals and what they want to achieve and say, great, yeah, I'll meet you at the gym at two on Wednesday, whatever. Um, and then, yeah, so that sort of funnel system, which um, everyone's a bit more aware about now, and worked really well. So, so yeah, and that, that, that was solid for about three years, really. Yeah, so you're a bit of a trailblazer, really. At the, at the time, Francis, were well, you based it, in yourself? Sorry? Were you, like, working in a gym nine to five, or were you meeting these clients kind of like outside what was your day-to-day kind of thing it was it was all freelance it was all um it's all freelance i mean i spent six months uh, I, I, applied, I applied to an ad in uh, gumtree about doing boot yeah. camps and i just i just qualified so i didn't know what i was doing but i went to this um interview in the park in Portslade, and this guy said do these boot camps for me not going to pay you just turn up and do them um and free, yeah, really there's three of us there and um this girl and this guy they said no i said yeah of course i will it's great so for those six months i just like kept going to these boot camps on the hove lawns with these little printouts that i've done on the computer right do some burpees do some press-ups go for a run but over the summer by the end of it there about seven people who kept coming back they're all on a group on offer which this guy was getting the money for but i didn't care um and then and yeah and i said to the guys listen it's starting to rain it's starting to snow i'll take them to a studio but i'll have to charge you a fiver um so i moved into the happy cell studio on dabigdor road um just like a little circuit and i bumped into box size boot camp um and I started training with those guys so i went to borrow one of his dummies things and he said i oh, come join with me so um done that for a year and that by the end of that i built up enough clients in my personal training business to sort of branch off so you know, i said to him he still makes now as week um yeah and then it went from there so i'd work in different studios and different gyms just hire the space that's amazing i think like it's, there's there's massive business lessons there in terms of paying it forward and obviously the growth that you experience because a lot of people are especially even when i was on my pt course there was a question about doing group exercise classes and everyone in there went no i'm not doing that and i was like i was sitting there thinking why would you not do that? And the woman on the course was like, I do them all the time. Exactly what you just said, Francis. She's like, I do them all the time. I get 15 people in on a Tuesday, 12 on a Thursday. And then over time, five or six of them become your personal clients then. It's almost like it's a great advert for you. You can stand in front of those people and show them how good you are at coaching and build an instant rapport with them. So I, I don't see why people would be so negative about that. You can't underestimate um, free work either. Like. I think people always want to get money for for working, but in the early days, you just got to get out there, haven't you? Just got to get your name out there, um, start showing people what you're about. Whether you get 
paid or not at that stage, you're at that building um, element, you know, building the foundations of your, your business. And um, I think free work should be done more often. Um, even when you're getting to a stage where you're, you're quite successful, um, it just makes you, I don't know, it just opens up other branches, I think, of, um, of your business. We, we still like, if someone's not doing any work at work, if someone's having a really slow day, I'd rather you be cutting for free than, than not cutting at all, you know? Um, and then that client can then become a potential client, especially when you're starting out. I think it's great to do really free cool. work. It's really cool. I, I don't know if you know or not, Chris, but because you're so wild and grisly right now, your beard is scraping on your microphone, which is kind of quite cool. <laughs> is it? <laughs> grisly Adams. I'm so hungry. So, that's quite I, nice. I, I... <laughs> so moving on swiftly. Um, so you body fit Brighton. And then where did you go from there, Francis? Because I know you grew your business really well from there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I grew Body Fit Brighton. And, um, and yeah, that was, I don't know, about five years, five, six years, something like that. And I thought, you know, I wanted to expand and, and still grow. You know, I'd sort of um, hit the ceiling with, with clients and, you know, just turning the adverts off when the, the books were full and then turn them back on when, um, you know, I need to fill the books back up or, or get more clients. Well, it wasn't really progressive and it's not going to help my business grow and every business needs to grow and expand, doesn't it, and develop. So um, I changed the name to uh, the Gym Buddy and then started to work with uh, my PT hub for the, the app site. Oh, no, sorry, the Trainerize. Trainerize it was, an American company. Yeah, and I uploaded all my own videos to it and stuff. So I wanted to take the brand, you know, make make use of what's um, available online. And obviously you can, you can connect to the whole world. So... Um, I've got one of Brighton's a bit more, a bit too localised. So I started to move things over to that uh, gym buddy thing. Done that for a couple of years, and so I still working body fit Brighton. Nothing really changed for the client from the client's point of view. But when I was going home, all of the um, the courses I was doing, or the online content, and sort of trying to get that up and running. Um, and then from then, after about a couple of years from that, um, I I. Got, I got to, totally transformed, another domain name. I started to put the work into that. So I found, um, yeah, I don't know what it was about the gym, but I think at the end of the gym buddy time, about the end of the gym time, gym buddy time, sorry. Um, I don't know, I went through quite I went through quite a bit of a um, bit of a fucking nosedive, to be honest, man. Yeah, we'll <laughs> um, get into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. um, so the businesses in terms of Bodyfit Bright and then on to um, gym buddy, Start to develop more of the online app service, and then um, yeah, done some bit a bit bit of online training, but it didn't really take off. You know, you, as you know yourself, it, it takes quite a lot, and to get the systems right and to have your, your the right message, um, you know, it's, it's it's quite a lot of work. So unless you're like on it and really focused, which I wasn't particularly, I was, I was there a lot of the time, but um, I was busy being busy rather than <laughs> you know, um, like effective target driven tasks I needed to do in order to get it to, to launch. That's good. That's interesting. So you've really been in it from the ground ground zero when it all kind of started up to now. So it's interesting that you say that. So you need to have a, a focused niche and a really clear message to get drive people into your business. I think that's really cool. I think that's one of the biggest things I learned from you at the time. But also you opened my eyes to having a plan and a structure when you're when you're training. And how important actually technique and form is. That was what I took away from what you did for me back in the day. Um, I came in young and brazen, thinking you kind of know a bit about stuff, but you 
you totally changed my perspective and showed me about technique and form. And I kind of wanted to touch on that as well, just the importance of having a good coach like yourself, which really makes the difference between getting results and not getting results. Because I think a lot of people have really good intentions, but until they drill in and focus on what they actually want to achieve and how they're going to achieve it, they, they won't get there. And I think that's my biggest takeaway that you taught me that's been really important. I think you had a really good message on that and a really good ethos, I guess, if that's the right word. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's quite tempting to train clients as you train yourself, you know, and that's, that's, how, that's how I did. That's how I did, and that's how I sort of started. And I was used to training um, quite, tense, quite intense, very heavy, training hard, really strict with the diet, really strict with the nutrition and sort of um, trying to push it onto clients as well, which in all honesty, wasn't the right way to go about it. You know, um, getting someone working strength in their first couple of weeks is, da- is not only dangerous, but it's not really effective. And, you know, you can, you can turn people off by that. So, you know, over the time, over the years, it was more a case of it, like pulling it back and, and looking, looking a lot more at technique and form and not really pushing them and getting them just to get the movement patterns right make sure it's safe make sure they're not injuring themselves luckily i don't have any injuries i don't think You know, the majority of the time, pretty much all the time, it was safe. It was making sure they enjoyed the workout and they, they were learning at the same time. You know, so, yeah, that was a bit of a learning curve as well. It's not going too hard, too fast and just giving them a good good experience when they come and see um, you. I'd like to get into you and your journey a bit, if that's all right. Yeah, man, go for it. Obviously, I mean, you had a ridiculous physique when I met you and then you decided to take it to the next level, didn't you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think I've seen a photo on your Instagram. What was your driving factor in deciding to compete? I don't know, man. I mean, the gym that I was at, the underground gym, um, a lot of the guys competed there. And, you know, I, I do a lot of uh, promoting around body transformations and muscle building and all of that stuff. So, you know, I thought it was only right of me, really, to, to do it and go for the experience and and document it in a way that, you know, I could I could help people uh, on a bit more of a deeper level and push myself through that um, that discipline and to see what I could do. You know, I'd, I'd never done it before. And I think I was at the end of a 12-week transformation I'd put myself on anyway. But if I do another 12 weeks, then I could just, I'll just slim right down. And then, you know, while, while I'm in the flow, I'll go for it. So, yeah, man, for six months in total, it was, I think. Um, I'd done like a bulking program and then cut down. So I just put myself through the experience um, so I knew what it was like and also be able to help other people on a, um, just be more informed about what it takes to build muscle and burn fat, really. Do you know what I mean? I'm prouding it all the time, spouting it all the time. You know, I needed to know exactly what it was like. Francis, what, what type of commitment um, did that take, mate? Were you working out most days? Like, did you ever have a cheat day? What would your, like, typical day be when you were aiming for that um, transformation? Yeah, I mean, it, it was really strict. I mean, for the the first three months it, it, it was um it wasn't so strict but i was bulking so it didn't matter and i was so used to eating you know strict meals throughout the day anyway so i would just done that you know it, it, and if i wanted to have a, a mcdonald's or a bit of chocolate or some wine at the weekend it, i did you know it didn't make much difference 
because I was, you know, I was, I was on the ball most of the time, you know. Um, so, but then like, the, the second transformation, the last, the last twelve weeks of it, um, it got really extreme towards then, and I, I spoke to another, spoke to a personal trainer myself to do my nutrition plan for me, just so I was accountable to it. And the end was strict. I mean, oats and a banana and protein shake for breakfast. And then chicken and rice for lunch, and then a mid-afternoon of protein shake with a banana for training. Um, and then sometimes I'd have fish and rice, but it's always fish, rice, and vegetables. Um, or sorry, chicken, rice, and vegetables, or protein sauce and vegetables. So it's like six meals a day. And um, yeah, and like the weekends, the weekends I'd have like one bottle of wine and maybe like two bottles of wine. And I'd have chocolate, but I did make the effort to get dark chocolate. And because I knew what I'd made myself accountable to, I told everybody on Facebook I'm going to get on stage, you yeah. know, so I, I couldn't fuck about too much. You yeah. know, I was going to say, go through all this so far. And then, and then so I actually, I'm not doing it now. So, yeah. you know, I'm driven to, to stick to it, you know, but I, I still drunk wine. I, I still had the odd McDonald's or the odd burger or, <laughs> or whatever. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, what I understand now about nutrition isn't, you know, it's, it doesn't matter really you can get by flexible dieting and lose weight yeah yeah but you know you're not going to be in the best physical shape especially for sage and stage you know, if you're not eating good quality carbs and that stuff and protein to rebuild the muscles and that sort yeah. of thing. and did you find the experience did it like make you want to do it again or you know was once enough no nah, man no nah, i didn't want to do it again fucking nah. no way no nah. <laughs> After that, after that, I stopped training. I, I just lost all interest in training. I was like, I would come away from it. I was just thinking, fuck that, man. I, I don't want to do that to myself again. And I don't want to teach people how to do that. No, my mood, my mood dropped. My sex drive was out the window. And, you know, it, it just wasn't any good for my health. You know? I ended up losing my girlfriend, well, whether that was just because of the show. But, I mean, because I was so dedicated and so distracted and doing all very selfish thing to do when it comes to your lifestyle. Because we didn't do anything, really. Do you know what I mean? It's, not going to have a meal, not really enjoying our time together, but I don't know. But wherever I can blame on, blame that for various other things that went on in my life. I mean, because, yeah, I started to drink a lot more. And then over the time, after the show, I started to drink a lot more, I started to take more cocaine, I started gambling. Because, of, I don't know, because I wasn't training, maybe, I don't know, maybe my body was still chasing that endorphin rush or the oxytocin or whatever. But after the show, over a period of, what was it? I don't know, within a year, like my life turned to shit, man. I fucking lost everything. I ended up trying to commit suicide. I drove my car mm-hmm. down the country lane and put a pipe through the window. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mental health. Went. I didn't know that. That's that's. I'm really sorry to hear that, mate. Um, that's right, mate. It's life, isn't it? You know, well, it's not yeah. life, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got it pretty happens. bad. But you're back now. So you've had, you've gone on, you've gone to like massive extremes and both polar ends of the journeys of where you can go with your mental health and it's mm. interesting that what set you off on your negative path was actually something people associate that they think is healthy and good for you and actually yeah. it's not and i've the bodybuilding lifestyle you're not not the first person i've heard saying all this about your low mood and how much it affects your mental health so you might walk around looking like a god, but you're certainly not feeling like yeah. a god inside, are you? It's not a sustainable lifestyle, is it? No. no. For some people who are driven driven by it and it's Instagram and they're making money from the products from it and all that lot, it's well worth them doing that and keeping in that kind of 
date, you know, good for them. But, you know, for the average person, it, it's not. It's very extreme and it's, you know, and it does affect other areas of your life. You know, I think going back to um, the, the the nosedive after the, the show, I think is it, it's interesting, I suppose, we say about um, looking like you're banging, shaking up, it's fantastic because at that time, everything was brilliant. Business was booming, had a nice flat on the seafront, had loads of money, beautiful fiance, um, and had everything in life that I would have wished for when I first started the personal training journey, volunteering. I had everything, it was brilliant, you know, well, it was brilliant, but had everything. But then it became like I was unhappy, I was, I was sort of broken inside, man. It's just, like, just about money and, and outside stuff, you know. Then fuck this, I don't want it, man. And then I started chasing other things with, with the drugs and the casino and the gambling and and just getting out of my own head and that, you know. So, yeah, it's a, it a big wake-up call for me, really. It's just like, well, none of that made you happy. And you know? I, I literally didn't want any of it. I made a conscious effort to get rid of everything to the point where it all went. The business went, the car went, the, the girl went, you know. And then that's where I started sort of, you know, then, I don't know, took a bit of a different journey about, you know, what's really important. I think that's a really brave thing to do, though. A lot of people would look from that on the outside and go, you've got everything, what's wrong with you? But to actually go, actually, no, I don't want this, and then to have the courage, that, that's actually really courageous, I think. Have the courage to actually go, no, I don't want this, and change everything. I think that's amazing kudos to you. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, whether it, you know, people manage their lives, I don't know, just manage their lives and, and manage a business and, and relationship and all of that stuff, you know, just normally. You know, I suppose, but personally, my mental health, I suppose, and the way that I deal with problems due to the way that I've developed as a person and my experiences, um, my traumas and all that stuff, which is, I've um, come to realise recently that, whatever, that's just one thing that is important. But that's just the way I dealt with my problems and my lifestyle. So it's not by doing the show that's going to happen to your life. You know, it's a very it's a very personal um, response to whatever you know so it's just it's just my journey you know, it's definitely probably anything to do with the show or the money or the girl it's just i had unresolved things that i needed to address yeah so it brought it brought them out and made you face them really mm. which is quite interesting that you've gone down that path to then come on to another path what's what would be your for people listening what would be you know there's plenty of people out there too many people that are really struggling with mental health at the moment what would be your top tips for people to try and come back and find themselves a little bit i know there's no one fix fits everybody but there are some things you can do to try and make things better what have you learned on your journey that you think would potentially help other people i think it depends on how far down the road you've gone man i mean hmm. for me it was, it was drink and drugs and um yeah, or class A's and, and all of that lot. And now it how it sort of came out in my behaviour was was mad. You know, I'm a completely different person when I'm just taking drugs and fucking drinking alcohol. So for me, but the first thing was to just stop drinking, stop taking drugs. You know, and then it becomes then it comes to the basics. So just clearing my head was the, the first point of call. You know, just just get out of the madness because you know it's just so destructive. Um, and then it's just going to the basics. So start eating proper food, get some kind of exercise. So I just go for a little run. Um, yeah, and just start to just start look at yourself really. Not look at yourself, but just think more about you, like your well-being. You know, and I think it's the biggest thing for me is like choosing not to let myself live like that, man. You know, it's like fucking why why do that to yourself and everybody else, like your family and 
you know, people that care about you on um, Facebook, and I've posted some real stupid shit on there where I've just been fucked out my head. And, you know, and that, you know, even though, you know, they're just friends or acquaintances or clients, it, you know, it's still just putting out negative, bad energy, you know. But for me, it's like, I just, I'm not going to let myself um, get, I don't know, get any worse, go, go live that way of life. So I had to take control, I had to snap out of it and I had to find myself purpose. It takes a lot of willpower, mate. Like hats off to you with, um, you know, stuff you you get into such a dark place to, to get yourself out of that situation. It takes like so much willpower. Like, like hats off to you for you know correcting and and, and sorting things out because um, that's that's no easy task. Uh, and, it, and it's tough. I mean, especially if it's, you know you've got addiction and you know addiction involved. That's it's, that's a big enough challenge. For- whether you're going through like a recovery program or using fellowships or counseling or, or whatever you know i think the, the biggest sort of shift is from then and then once you've got once you've got your head together and you snap out of it or, or you know if you're in that position yourself or any of your readers are then um and yeah that first step is just breaking free like for, like good three three to five days so right this this space of time i'm gonna fucking get myself together you know, and then you start just drink some water, even you know, whatever. And if you're drinking loads, drinking too much, and you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, um, you know, just just taper yourself off. So you say, right, I'll have a bottle of wine and four beers that day. I'll have four beers the next day. I'll have two beers the next day, and then that's it. Bosh, I'll get back to fucking normal. You know, and then when you're there, they say, right, now what? And then just start to look after yourself and rebuild your, you know, your system up and running again. You start eating some fresh food, drinking water. You know, sleeping better and just getting or getting into a normal routine, and then you can build on it. You know, but it's like starting, it's just like resetting yourself in it, and just sorting yourself out. Because then you can make real, you can make things happen. You engage, you can think properly. You know. So, Francis, where where are you now? Um, how long ago was that, and like, what's happened since that to get you to this stage? I think a couple of months ago, I was, I was still drinking and partying. Really, you know, this yeah, a couple of months ago, it's still bloody. Not being totally responsible, um, and now, um, yeah, now I'm starting to. I've got my head clear. I'm starting to focus on things. I can see, you know, to pick things back up where I sort of left off, you know. And everything was, everything's already been, already, everything's always still been there in terms of the content and the direction and the courses and all the rest of it. I haven't stopped learning. I didn't completely switch off when I'm not being as responsible as I should be, you know. So it's just been a case of putting it all back together. So I've got the website back up and running. Um, I've enrolled on a mental health course uh, just this morning, she's going to confirm it, just to sort of uh, expand my knowledge around that and then potentially move on to um, psychotherapy masters, but that's a bit later on down the line, so in terms of where I'm at now, yeah, I've got a direction again, I've got more of a grounded around everything, everything's in the the right place and it's just a case of um, finding out the best way to deliver it, but I'm not in any rush really, I'm doing all the, the back end stuff and then just taking it easy and yeah, there's no one day at a time. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot, man. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like what are your I mean, what an epic journey you've been on? It's absolutely well, it's incredible. But so you've come up to this point now. Let's let's look forward. What does your future look like for you when you visualize it? Where do you want to see yourself in like a year from now? Um, I think in a year from now, I'd like to develop um, develop the totally trans- transform service. But um, 
I'm thinking it's it's a bit of a toss up really because you can put a lot of energy into an on into being an online coach, which is very crowded at the moment, and is you know is everybody in the next door neighbour wants to do it. So you know it's it's a different kind of pressure. You know you're on the computer all the time and you're building content and doing all of that thing. You know it can be quite consuming. Um, so I think at the moment I've just been working on who I'm going to serve because at the moment I'm. I'm as you as you saying before, and I've heard you saying some stuff recently about how to speak to a particular um, person or, deli- or deliver a service to the right to the people that you want to serve and work with. So at the moment, really, I'm working on that. Who I'm going to serve? I think the how I'm going to serve is going in more to like a mindfulness kind of a mindfulness, a more sort of well-being kind of approach. I'm not going to be pushing any weight loss, no muscle building or that lot. Training and weight loss will come naturally anyway from just looking after yourself. Um, my service is going to be more about well-being. So look at mindset, sleep, hydration. And then um, I want to specialise in trauma um, because I believe that is the crux of a lot of deep-rooted issues for, that people have. And I know personally for me, that's what it, it's it's been. I've touched on it a little bit before. I've touched on it myself. And, yeah, I want to specialise in that and be able to help people from, a, from still from um, – a coaching or counselling point of view, but from a bit more of a professional angle and a bit more um, in depth and you know, good images, good funnels, nice systems, all that shit. You know, I need to sort of step in and get my knowledge base um, more meaningful. So, yeah, the services I'd like to think that totally transformed will be. I keep throwing That's cool. Um, will be more specific and help people on a, on, a, on a deeper level i mean at the moment i'm going to be working on the nutrition side of things i've mentioned before i've qualified as a nutritionist so at the, at the time at the same time as building the the coaching and the the trauma kind of mental health background knowledge and service i want to be active with the um nutrition blogs giving my recipes and still doing stuff but not actually taking on a, or trying to build a presence and build a client base around the online coaching thing but there's there's lots of different things going on i suppose yeah. but i think personal development and taking time to heal myself and hopefully share my journey and what i'm doing at the moment at the same time so I still help people but the long-term goal really is in three to five years i'd like to think i'll be um possibly i'm still looking into it but psychotherapy yeah man trauma yeah that's what an epic journey I guess that would be a, a nice point to end on. Um, I'd love to talk to you more another time, maybe, Francis. But what an epic journey that is. And it's so nice that you've come back from the brink and that you're still on your journey now. And it's also nice you saying about helping people with their mental health because you're coming at it from a point of complete understanding, not a point of being schooled into theories of ways to help people you can instantly relate to the people because you understand that you've been there too i think it's gonna that's gonna be such a good angle uh moving forward um especially with everyone is suffering to some extent i think at the moment and the, the fact that um people are gonna have that trust with you rather than maybe going and speaking to someone from a professional nature like you're talking from because um, having experienced stuff and then shown how much you've um, kind of changed things around and stuff, people are gonna they're gonna love that and they're gonna you know believe everything you say as as they should. 
I think that's such a good angle for your business and also just to help people. Um, we've mentioned before, there's no point obsessing about money. Like money doesn't really make you overly happy. And I think people rate success on what car you drive and what your house looks like and um, your physique and stuff like that. But you could be crying inside. Do you know what I mean? And um, I think at the root of a business, if your main purpose is to help someone feel better, that is so powerful and is such a positive thing to have um, as the root of your business, the foundation of, of something that could really grow. I think you're on something really good there, mate. I really, really do. And I, you know, I, I haven't been in business all that long. You've been in business a lot more than me. But um, that I, I, when I speak to people, I can tell when that, that passion is really there and that's what's going to, build them and make their business. And I, I can I can hear that in your voice, mate, when you speak about it. So I wish you all the best of it. It's going to be um, a really bright future for you, I think. Legends. <laughs> no worries. That's awesome. Well, thank you both very much for your time. Um, just before we go, do you want to just quickly plug Totally Transform one more time, Francis, where they can find you, the website? Yeah, it's, it's totally-transform.com. TotallyTransform.com is owned by a, a company up in Newcastle that does um, liposuction and stuff like that. But um, I was totally-transform.com. Yeah, check it out. I think, yeah, I've got a couple of free download recipes and stuff on there. And I'll be uploading um, different downloads. There might be, there'll be some stuff there you can have already. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, have a look and see if there's anything that can help you along uh, your way. If you've got any questions, and obviously if it's... Um, yeah, trains or anybody, just send me a message on there. You know, I'm, I'm all about, I'm constantly working on it. So if you have any questions about nutrition or business, whatever, send me a message on there and I'll, I'll do what I can to help. Amazing. That's awesome. Thank you very much.